Meanwhile, at the White Keep. I told you. I told you, you stupid little white bitch. Every time you traipse into our lives, it all goes to hell. I said this would happen. I recall. Until we knew what was happening with Kate, she should have been here on this island. <laughs> you know as well as I that she would not have tolerated being stuck on that island. Where were you when it happened? Fashion week? On the moon? Over in your- I was doing my job. I might ask where the powerful mutants I arranged to shadow her were, but... Ah! But as I was about to say, I know you were doing the important work of delivering our people to Krakoa. She died... alone. Goddess! Ah! Ah! everybody you just heard a snippet of storm and emma fighting in the latest issue of marauders that's marauders 8 written by jerry duggan and stefano caselli is that right co-host brett that's right evil jeff stefano caselli probably stefano 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 whatever he's not listening anyway this is comic book queers episode 121. Oh my god, God, we're old. 1.21 gigawatts. 1.121 gigawatts. (laughs) Hey, did you just see that deep fake where they put uh, Tom Holland and uh, Robert Downey Jr. on the faces of Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd? No, but I want to. I love it. It's perfect. It's amazing. (laughs) Deep fakes are going to destroy society. They will. Yeah, especially when they get into the political arena. Fuck. Oh, you thought Sanders... Look, here's video of of Sanders (laughs) talking about how he wants to give everyone AIDS. (laughs) And you're like... Yep. Oh, great. That's coming. Anyway. um, All right. Well, let's let's talk about some comic books today. But before we do that, I understand we've got a very special hot topic. Um, Mm. So let's just cue the music. Hey, what are you going to pick? Hot... Uh, you're down here and up here. I leaned you down here. I need you down here. Oh, am I low? Topics. Hot topics. <laughs> I said, put, it um, in, put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> put the lotion in the basket or else it gets the hold again. Um, I guess, uh, somebody was on the new Rockstars Rogue Theory on YouTube.com and that somebody is Evil Jeff. That's right. Go to YouTube and uh, look up the show Rogue Theory on the new rock stars. And guess what I was talking about? Ew, I was talking about DC. Ew. Yes. So that's like a panel show. It's like celebrity panelists talking about comic book stuff. Oh, celebrity is, is a stretch. <laughs> oh, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> but it's mostly uh, comedians, comic book experts, and, and quasi uh comic book celebrity types uh, giving their uh, conspiracy theories on what's going to be happening in upcoming uh, superhero movies. What's the host's name? uh, Philip Molina. I would like to have dirty sex with him. No, it's weird. I've known him like I've known him for like 10 years and I hadn't seen him the first time I came back to do the show. I hadn't seen him in a couple of years and he got jacked in between that time. And I'm like, Whoa, wow. hello. theory. Anyway, uh, we talk about um, what's the theory of Batman vengeance is the new Batman movie. So like, what is that about? And so I that's the title. A, I Batman a, vengeance. Yes. And I, so basic. <laughs> I give the theory that it's based on Catwoman. Um, you think Catwoman is the one exacting vengeance or no, seeking no. vengeance? I think he sees he's at a dinner party with Selena Kyle and they've just started dating. And then she gets thrown off the top of a building and he thinks she's dead. So he's seeking vengeance. But little does he know she's not. Oh, dead. she's turned into Catwoman. <gasps> Doesn't that sound cool? I, that, I think that actually should be the plot. Right? The yeah. <laughs> Mine was the best one. Anyway, and then we also gave, like, what was the, what's the new Suicide Squad? Because we know that a lot of it's taking, the mission takes place in South America. 
So, and I was thinking that maybe there's, uh, they're going on a rescue mission, but it turns out the rescue mission is really um, Lex Luthor and he's mining for a kryptonite meteorite. Ew, do you think it's going to be Jesse Eisenberg? Wait, did he die? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But the other thing I said is that Pete Davidson will be playing himself and will be murdered in the movie. (laughs) Big Dick Pete's in it? Yeah, Pete Davidson is one of the is listed as one of the stars of Suicide Squad. But there's like, aren't there like thirty people listed? Yeah, and I think like it's going to be like a Deadpool two, where it's going to be all these heroes and they all just get mowed down in the beginning, and then it's just like four left. Because I well, think the main really... one is Rick Flag. Uh, what's that hot oh, guy? Oh, again, it's Rick Flag. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, uh, uh, Harley Quinn, um, and then Idris Elba plays Peacemaker. And then Never heard of him. Boomerang Man. I think those are the only Captain guys, like, Boomerang, Jay Courtney. Yeah, love him. yeah, yeah. I think they're like the main ones. That's it. Just as long as I don't have to be subjected to Killer Croc anymore, because that was a Killer Croc of shit. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Thank you so much, everyone. Good night. Okay. Well, that's enough of hot topics. Um, let's take a breathe in. Take a breath in. Take Ooh. a breathe. Take a breath. Take a breathe. Mm, Feel that breathe. Cue the music. Oh. Ah. Exhale. Yes, waiting to exhale. That's right, every week we talk about in the sexiest way possible what's going on in the new exciting world of Hickman's X-Men. Ooh. So I have a confession to make. Um, what the Brett, what? I, I what what, what? Um, a dawn of <laughs> dawn of X wave two book came out a flagship title called Wolverine number one. It was so big and so thick that I couldn't take it, which is the first time I've ever said that. <laughs> I was literally like, you better say it or I'm going to say it. <laughs> oh, um, I found myself unable to spend quality time with that book this week. I understand you're going to talk about it, yes. which I'm a fan with. Um, I'm not going to go because right now it's a very much a setup book. Um, but did you like it or did you not like it? Now, what did I say last week about Wolverine? What did I what did you say I was going to say? Do you remember? Oh, God, I, was, I don't remember. I would hate it. Because I pretty much hate sure. most Wolverine books. The last yeah. Wolverine book, Hot Claws Wolverine, uh, Hot Garbage, Dumpster Fire, <laughs> Garbage. Yeah. Like, And I hated even just the regular Wolverine books where it's all like, Wolverine's off in Japan. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. And I really hated it because I don't think Wolverine's as interesting on his own. This book is great. You want to know why? Oh. You want to know why? Because it's not just him. He's on Krakoa. So all yeah. the X-Men are in it. <laughs> Love it. So it's Love basically it. just another book. But it's, it's just, just another X-Men. Yeah. And oh. this one, it's kind of taking the old man Wolverine route. Because it opens with the X-Force team. He comes to and he's murdered Quentin, Domino, and Gene. Dead. Throats. Slashed. Oh, he could have been dead. Throat slashed. <laughs> um, and basically, the whole thing is we're, we're finding out that there, there's some new bad guy who has, in a way, similar to Purple Man, where it's like, mm. and it's called, they're calling her, I think she's called like the White Woman or the White Ghost. She can't be called the Ooh. White Woman. Actually, she's the most I, evil thing I've, I've ever heard. I want her to be called the White Woman. Uh. Karen, the um, oh, no, woman. the pale woman or something like that. Anyway, Ooh, she just suggests like... people to commit suicide and they kill themselves because they're finding all these people are showing up dead of suicide in these violent ways. And it seems like that it looks like she basically used her powers on him and made him murder the rest of the X-Force team. So he killed. Oh, wow. Quentin does not have good luck these days. That's Quentin's. It's two deaths so far. Yes. And basically what's going on is Wolver- is Kate Pride goes to Wolverine and is like, hey, we're noticing that there's shipments. Uh, some of the shipments of the medicine is missing between us getting them and then delivering them. And we cannot find for the life of us who is stealing this. And 
So we're like, is it an inside job? We can't figure out where it's going missing. So Wolverine and X-Force are trying to figure out who's stealing this medicine. And of course, they're finding out that the medicine, if you take there, it's being used almost in a way that like uh, cold medicine was used to make meth. That people are oh, taking shit. the petals and using it and they're getting crazy high off of it. Ooh, off-label usage. Yes. And so they think it's the Russians because the Russians are their being bad guys. I mean, it's always They the show Russians. up in Russia to one of those pro, uh, what's it, pro, um, the, the, the new mutant worshipping cults. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like the guy from, uh, yep, I know exactly who you mean. But- these the new there's a new faction of mutant worshiping cults they don't necessarily think mutants are superior they just feel that you need to actually what their blood is superior and that you need to eat them oh god so they show up and quentin's like hey worship me and then they start trying to eat him and he's like ah what's happening (laughs) (laughs) um anyway and then the one main thing is that, and then there's a, like a new, there's some FBI agent and he clearly has powers. And I don't know, I can't remember what his name is. I don't feel like looking it up right now. Ah, but damn he, it. He looks like the dude and he has a weird like nodule, like weird nodule on his head. Okay. Um, The dude from the Big Lebowski and he's like some yeah, FBI I got agent. And so he's trying to also figure out these suicide murders and who's stealing these drugs. So it's like the mutants are on it, but they think the mutants are behind it, that the mutants are actually the drug dealers and are the bad guys. So it ends with uh, Wolverine murders all of them. He's looking for the pale lady. And then as he goes up to find the pale lady, he runs in to the FBI agents and they see that he's like murdered like all these people. So and that's kind of where it ends. So I, right now it's pretty interesting. It just feels like an extension of X-Force. Yeah, I love that. The one interesting that they've discovered, though, is Wolverine has blood type E. E. For, I think it's E stands for like everlasting or something. (laughs) Eternal. Eternal or something like that. But his blood type is the closest, not to human, not not to uh, mutant, but to vampires. I knew you were going to say that. Are they setting up some vampire, like some big vampire thing? No, not necessarily because they said, but it's still different because vampire blood will disintegrate in sunlight and his does not. The only thing they found, though, is that if you give a Wolverine is a universal donor, if you give his blood, it will heal people. However, as soon as it leaves his body, the mutant powers of the blood slowly degenerate. So the longer it's in the other person's bloodstream, it will stop working after a while. But initially, it will start healing someone. So my understanding is, I think I did hear a spoiler um, uh, for Wolverine number one that says, Dracula is in it? I don't... Hello? Hello? I I don't remember seeing, like, not in the first issue. Um, Boo. I, I think you might have been reading Dracula not knowing it's Dracula. Wait, What? Why? Did, is, um, is he in it? Yeah. Maybe. Is there like some guy with gray hair? Cape? Is Dracula... <laughs> now I need to... I don't I don't remember seeing him. Did it. Omega Red come through a, like a portal? Gateway? No. no? What the fuck am I looking at? All right. <laughs> attention. Attention. I'm sorry, there's been a disruption. We had to stop the podcast because a new revelation has just happened. As you might have heard, there was me yelling at Brett because he was like, no, Dracula's in Wolverine number one. I saw a preview of it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? This fucking book, because I read these digitally, on page 32, which is the length of a comic book, it ends with to be continued. The next page of Wolverine says... It's the end page with the credits of the writers who's in it. So then I stopped reading it, not knowing there's 30 other pages after that. This is what happens when you read books digitally. You're right. The digitally fucked me over. This is why you have to buy books again. I just stopped reading it. You have to buy books again. 
That's why I, I, I didn't read this book. Like, it was too long. I'm like, I don't it's remember gigantic. being long. It's <laughs> gigantic. So you know what? I just gave you the first half of Wolverine, and next week, ooh, we'll pick it back up with what happened after. I just gave you the second half. It's Dracula. So Dracula and Omega Red show up. Boo, boo. Um, all right, let's just okay. Moving on, New Mutants. New Mutants. <laughs> let's live let's shit talk the about New Mutants one. number seven New by Jonathan Hickman and Rod Rice. Rod Rice. Um, what an odd, what an odd Rice of an issue. I don't like meta stuff. Um, the whole like what what issue are we in? I'm like, don't talk about that as a character. I don't like. Yeah, that. I don't. I don't like. I don't like self referential. Yeah, I'm over it. Don't be yeah. like when you're acknowledging that you're in a comic book. I'm like, then you need to be Gwen Stacy or Deadpool. Otherwise, no. And like, we can find something better for Moonstar to do other than why'd you spoil it, Bobby? She's the new storm where it's like, oh, here's a really interesting character with interesting powers. And we're just not going to do anything with it. She just got her powers back. Stop making her just shoot people with mystic arrows. I know. Do you not know there's a about, whole movie where the whole movie is centered fear? around the how whole cool movie. her powers are? The whole movie's like, this place makes you see your worst fear. Nope, it's her. We already know the spoilers. Anyway, um, this one, it's it was like kind of just a, like a wrap up. Yeah, it ends Nothing the... Nothing happened. It ends the space yeah. saga for the New Mutants. Which basically ends with Sam, uh, Bobby deciding to stay with Sam and fucking Warbird and Sam. And Sam, please. What was that one panel where Bobby was like, what should I stay for? And Sam just looks at him. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's just friendship, but my, I was like, sex. But that's the thing. Sex. Sam is like, what? Six foot five? Oof. Like, I, would, I would hit Sam in a second. A I hit Bobby dick. too. Fucking donkey dick. Mm-hmm. And then Bobby, with his powers, you know he's a good bottom. Because he, he, can, he can take it. <laughs> this issue... Kind of, it just kind of missed the mark, uh, humor-wise for me. Yeah, I like agree. I thought, I thought the comedy was the yeah. only bit. There's a lot of bits, and like some of them kind of fell flat a little bit. Uh, the only one I liked is that they kept torturing Bobby, Sam, and Doug because Doug kept screaming so much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was funny, but overall, like Rain's characterization was was. Like, just dumb. I didn't and, get that. Wait, what was that joke about where she was like, uh, oh, why'd she keep licking? She kept licking things. Why? I don't know. Like, what was that I don't about? Know. She kept licking balls. Yeah, I did not. And then she was like, I turn into a ball. And then it was like, oh, cool. And like, I don't think she meant it. And I was like, what? I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. S- stick to uh, mysterious drama, Jonathan Hickman. Yeah, so, yeah or work on work on your type five. Let's come to some open mics. I host. <laughs> hey, Cena Grace can help you. Oh, just throwing this out there. I host an open mic every Friday at the Sabori Cultura Cafe in Hollywood. Seven o'clock every Friday. So come on over, Hickman. Let's work some of the material out. Jesus Christ. How many fucking things of yours are we going to plug on this show? Um, what else do I have? Okay, let me have this. <laughs> um, I did like the data page that was essentially the dice rolling game. Yeah. That was great. Um, so some things work, some things didn't. But it seems like we're going to shake this title up. Like the, the, the A team has lost a few members. They're headed back. The B team is headed back. They're shaken. So maybe we're going to mix up the lineup here. I understand we're going to have a magma issue where she goes back to Nova Roma, which I lost track of Nova Roma. I thought it got destroyed. It is. It's destroyed. It's not a real thing. It was brainwashing. It was Celine. No, just kidding. It wasn't brainwashing. That was the brainwashing thing was brainwashing. Okay. I never gave. I just want her head on fire. Like in the magma. I know. The only thing I liked about Magma is how was it? How do you say his name? Sankovich? Sankovich? Sankovich. Sankovich. How he drew her with those like red lines. Um, There is. This art is very reminiscent of Sankovich, by the way. Yes. Yes. Which I like it. Which I love. But let's get some more. I really. Let's dig back into Rain and Danny and Doug. 
and magic. Let's get them. Let's like they have such deep histories. Let's get something going on with them. Yeah, I did like Chamber and Mondo being the eternal outsiders. Yeah, I did like how that was handled. Like oh, Gen X kids are worthless. Yeah. But other than that, it was just like meh. Yeah, yeah. It it made me smile here and there. But but then I'm I'm anxious to see where this title goes. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I have no ideas. I'm out of ideas. But after that okay. disappointment, we were then treated Holy to... Holy fucking shit, man. I mean, is this the most... Marauders. Best, is this the most brilliant, beautiful, best... It's like written co- comic book for ever. us. For us. Like, for me and you. It's literally like... The it's things literally for me and you. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> this is what Jeff and Brett want. We want... Storm and Emma to have an epic fight where she slaps her in the face and then cries. Like for me, this is the issue where they 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 officially discover that Kate Pride is dead. Emma's reaction of being so cold and calm and collected, and almost kind of being there for Bishop, where she's like, "Are you okay? Like I see it, I see it," and being totally calm and collected. And as soon as she gets alone, she collapses to the ground and starts crying and she feels so guilty. She feels it's her fault. There's a panel of, so Emma finds out this, she makes sure this Christian takes the students back to Krakoa. Everybody leaves. And it's just a panel of her knees buckling. Yes. I absolutely cried. I absolutely cried. It broke my heart. It's like she, she, I love that she has to stay so cool and collected. It's that same thing with what Hickman said of the two different types of psychics. She has to, she tries to, to remain completely, you know, I, the one thing that I, that I wish they then had where she was crying and then she turned to diamond form and then snaps out of it and is like, I need to, let's time to get revenge. You know what I mean? I wish they had oh, that yeah. panel because you know oh, that yeah. happens. <laughs> well, I mean, they say revenge is a dish best served cold. And let's talk about Bobby Drake in this issue. And that one, you, they don't show the reaction. She's just like, Bobby, I need to like. And he's like, he's like, what? And then it cuts. <laughs> and it cuts to ne- after he found out. And then the next thing we know, they're like, oh, the, oh, the marauders are here, but they can't get through that door unless they have Magneto. He fucking, but here's the other thing that's interesting. There's something interesting. They're changing up. They're exploring his powers. And I don't know if you saw this. Did you know what they did different with his powers that they haven't done before? Um, I'm confused about one thing. It looked like they teleported, but that might've been a teleporter. I didn't know if that was Bobby's powers or that or wasn't. What. No, I don't think that was Bobby powers. I thought that was like gateway or something did that. Okay. No, he makes the room. He, changes um he's he's making the door to absolute zero so he can just punch through it but he's also making the room the molecules inside the room so cold that everyone's getting frostbite to the point where he he the one guy tried the soldier tries to pull the triggers his fingers snap off oh his finger breaks but here's what's interesting they're all freezing but one other guy's like i'm burning up i'm so hot he start another one starts taking his clothes off. He's individually changing the temperature of every person. And this mm-hmm. is what's interesting. This is the first time if he has um omega level temperature control, he can make it hotter. Right? That's crazy. And I think they're finally exploring like you can go hotter. Cuz why fucking why is Edie the only one that can do that? No. Right. I think Bobby I don't think he can necessarily burst things into flames, but I think he can change and make the temperature crazy hot as well. And I find that fascinating. Fascinating. And I love when he just bursts through, opens the door, and he's like, murderer, murderers. And then he's like, I'm not allowed to kill you, but look at this, snaps off the guy's arm. They love that. That happened in X-Force, too. They just love, like, we're not allowed to kill you, but we can chop off arms. Oh, yeah, like Gorgon sliced everyone's arms off. I know. That's their new thing. Kate Pride is putting rifles and pillows in people. (laughs) This scene between Emma and Storm. 
Uh, I love where it cuts where she's like, I have to tell Storm. And it just cuts to her being like, I told you. <laughs> Emma just takes, like, she knows she has to take whatever Storm, however Storm's going to react. Like, yes. She, she knows, she could very well just get, like, a bolt of lightning to the face. <laughs> and she's like, she has to stand there and do it. What they said is there was a previous that we never saw, but there was a previous conversation where Storm went to Emma being like, no, don't make her the Red Queen. We don't know yeah. what's going on with her. Don't do it. And Emma's like, Kate's fine. It's fine. So now she has to eat humble pie being like, ooh, fuck. What the fuck happened? The um, reconciliation that Emma offers of the gift of how Storm made her feel. She telepathically shows Storm how it felt for Emma to listen to Storm bring Cyclops back from the dead mm-hmm. during House of X and welcome him in high priestess mode yes. back to Krakoa, saying all those wonderful things she said about him and how that made Emma feel. So Emma shares that feeling telepathically with Storm as a, as a way to reconcile, calm her down, you know, give her hope. Yeah. Oh, what a moment. These two women. Ugh. Storm is like, oh God, will you... You don't ever shut the fuck up. He's like, you never change. The way I read that is like, you don't ever shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me just be sad, bitch. <laughs> uh, I can turn to diamond form. You can knock me around. But hey. the thing that's interesting is, um, so there's one thing that I wasn't 100% sure of is whether Shinobi Shaw was in on it. And now we know he was. Fuck. And we now have the Black Bishops, which is Fenris. Fucking Fenris. <laughs> Ugh, they make everything so Euro trashy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of perfect, though, right? It's oh, perfect totally choice. perfect. Yeah, I was like, yes, correct. Correct answer. And then did you hear where he was like, they were like, although we prefer white. And he's like, that might be able to be arranged. Hinting like he Emma's next. Yes. Um, you know what? I gotta back up a little bit. I'm okay. not convinced Shinobi knows. Why? He really doesn't give any indication. Oh, does he just think In- she's dead? Yeah, I think he just thinks she's dead. Oh, okay. All right. Cause Shaw says seems like trouble over at the White Palace tonight. Shame. Oh, well, you're doing great, Shinobi. Oh, thanks, father. Like, it, I don't okay. know. Like, Shinobi doesn't, he isn't like, yes, trouble indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Maybe he doesn't know. But that's the thing is uh, Bishop is, is on the, in, you know, he's investigating this and he found the vine around her legs. Yeah. And as soon as they find that that's Krakoan, they're going to know, like... It has to be a mutant that did this because only because it's like only a mutant's going to be able to get that shit. And and only and only I don't know how many non mutants know that she can't go through the gate. So, yeah, they're going to be like, fuck, it's an inside job. And Emma's not dumb. She's going to I think that's I think she already suspects Shaw, probably. Of course. So this is going to be. How do you oh, think is the, this? How do you think this is going to oh, play out? Oh, the do Batman you think, vengeance. Uh, Shaw is going to be sent down with the because uh, technically it's not illegal to kill a mutant in Krakoan land, but if you know that the if you if you are not sure that the mutant can be resurrected, I feel like that that qualifies as the human rules. You know oh, I mean? ex oh exile. Yeah, absolutely. I but you can't. Be, yeah, you got to have him in this book though. Yeah, yeah. You can't just have him like. Like who? Who's going to be? I like this. Although it's the the Verendi, uh, they're the big players too. We still they're still watching. Pyro still has a camera in them. Yeah, and the um, Krakoan solicitation in, uh, for next issue says Yellow Jacket. Oh, so I think fuck. we're going to take a journey to the center of Pyro next issue. Where's where? Where's I hope Yellow Jacket's going to be like these guys are great. Oh yeah, where is um, Gay Pyro? So a book we did not read but should is um, Marvel's Voices Number okay. One, which is an anthology series told by um, creators of color, diverse creators, queer creators, and um, uh, Luciano Vecchio 
has got a page that features all of the LGBTQ characters in Marvel. And in that group shot, you do see um, Simon Pyro. I liked him. I I liked him too. I like a top, a hot top, literally. I want him. I want him to help Bobby get revenge on Christian. Okay, here we go. So they open a gay bar in Krakoa. It's a new comic. Talk to me. What is the name of the gay bar? What do you think the name of the gay bar in Krakoa should be? Hollywood and Vines. Oh my god. But can you imagine where it's just like Anole, Shatterstar, Richter, Grey Malkin, Karma. Karma. No, no lesbians. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no lesbians. <laughs> no, bring the lesbians on. North Star. Who are the other who else am I missing? Who else do we got? Iceman. Um, Bling. Um, Prodigy. Mm-hmm. Is there any oh Dakin? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if that and then there's like and then something happens and then they all they all have to like fight together all the gay characters? Yeah, like every, like something happens outside the gay bar, but the gay bar has like it's like lead lined or something, so that yeah. whatever happened outside didn't get in. Like the Phalanx Covenant. Yeah. When no, was- no, there's a new someone like laced um someone laced um the new like Krakoan seeds with HIV and only the gay guys are on prep. So everyone has to stay Perfect. indoors, but all the gay superheroes can go outside because they're, they can't get HIV because they're on prep. It's Krakoan prep. Krakoan yeah. prep. <laughs> um, I think Bobby's going to get sick, Syphilis? wonderful revenge on Christian. Oh. Um, and I think this whole, I can see like the whole, hey, Christian, did you pick your name yet? Did you pick your mutant name yet? Uh-huh. I think Bobby's going to be like, you know what? I think I found a name. Traitor. Judas. Or yeah. like <laughs> but, he, but he does it in the Lady Gaga. Uh, uh, Judas. Judas. <laughs> and it's a whole oh, issue. Ah, oh, ah, ah, ah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just the whole issue is him doing the choreography. It's like panel after panel of the choreography. Yeah, um, yeah that's going to be. Because that's the thing is clearly they're going to break up because he's going to find out. That he had a took part in Kate dying, he, yeah, whether he fight. knew that it was going to lead to it or not, he's going to be like, "We can't be together." So, I mean, Iceman's going to end up with somebody else. <gasps> Who could it be? Who could it be? I don't know, but I'm here for it. Maybe he should call up Judah. Uh, no, just kidding. Maybe no humans. What if he? What if he makes like falls in love with one of his own ice monsters? Oh. Oh, yeah, like an ice golem. Like, if Great. you were immune to cold and you could create an ice golem, like, you'd have sex with it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. I would. Yeah. You can make it any shape you want, any body type. Yeah. Anyway. I think that's it for the Xbooks. <laughs> Uh, uh, Something we need to watch for is evidently the next issue of X-Men's, I think it's number seven. Remember the black bars in the back of House of X and Powers of Ten and some of them were red and like the red bar meant it was like a significant issue? Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Um, Jordan White, the editor-in-chief of the X-Line, said – we in retrospect, we should have labeled X Men number seven a red issue, in the because they still do that. They still do like what's coming up. Oh right. Yeah. He, oh, because he of the Mystique they, thing. No, the next one. Oh, the next one. Fuck, yeah. is Mystique? Do we know? Is there previews of what the next one's in? What is about? There's only one. No, there's no previews, and there's only one. Two. There's like two panels where it's Scott, and in the first panel, he's sipping like a cup of tea, and he just goes so. And then the next panel, he like looks more towards the camera and goes, the Crucible's today. No one knows what the Crucible is. The Crucible. I mean, but that's the yeah. Crucible. That play is about like putting witches on, I think like, they're gonna put on, on trial. A, I think they're going to put on the Krakoa's first play. 
Oh, I thought it meant they were putting a, putting somebody on trial. Oh, probably. <laughs> but I'm hoping. But they're I'm just hoping doing the, that so they're what is performing like, a production of, of like Jubilee shows. Is it up Arthur like, Miller? I saw Goody. I saw Goody Proctor with the devil. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> You're like, oh, you're scanning through the comic. You're like, this literally is just the Crucible. It's just. <laughs> With Jubilee and Richter. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, X-Men. Read it. It's great. But I think it's time that we get critical. Hit it, Olivia Newton-John. We've been talking about, we watched through Sabrina, um, but here's the thing, is we, there's so much superhero stuff, and we aren't talking about it, Brett. We are not talking about it, so and we I should be. So I think, really quick, we need to do some hot takes. We gave a list of all of the superhero stuff that's going on right now, and we were like, we need to watch this. So Brett... I asked you to watch Crisis on the Infinite Earths, the Arrowverse, Supergirl, all yes. of that stuff. Yes. And we yes. haven't been talking about it at all. Brett, no, what did you think have. of it's it? An, it's an event. I don't know because I haven't watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. So we can't talk yeah. about it. I tried. Um, but I did I did say to you that um, we totally should be watching Lock and Key yes. on Netflix yes. based off um, the comic book. What did you think of that? Oh, my God. It um, looks good, but I don't know because I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. Me neither. It. I haven't seen it. No, I haven't watched it either. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. I, it's too – it's hard. It's really hard. Do you know how many Thai gay soap operas I have to watch every week? <laughs> it's hard um, enough reading the comics too. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot more we need to watch. But if we can take some time to talk about one of our old favorite standbys, The Magicians. The Magicians. Magicians. You have to help me out because I was really drunk. Well, and, Todd uh, it was really late. When it, I, which we love. Yes. Adam DeMarco, I found out. Um, This one, it's pretty fun. It's uh, Elliot is falling in love with the, with the Dark King. Yes. Um, but we all Who know has like he's a, going to be a bad guy. We know he's a bad guy. Yeah. But, but he Elliot, has like a Stephen Miller type um, advisor who <laughs> one of the Dark King's advisors is just this guy who's setting all these policies just so he can somehow commit genocide and ethnically cleanse Fillory. Yeah. He wants to get rid of all of the non-humany people. He's so Stephen Miller. Yes, because as he he's probably the one that was behind because they were like trying to it was very like uh, wicked where they're trying to get all the talking animals banished and stuff like that. Yes, I think he was part yes. of that too. I assume. Yep, they got and, rid of the sloth. And he's saying it's, that the fairies are stealing gold. And Elliot's like, fairies don't give a shit about gold. And then they like go to a fairy camp. And then he's like, look at the gold. But then they found out that the guy has gold shitting beater bee beaters beetles. And that he's been planting the gold. So Elliot calls him out. And now that guy's been taken away to prison. And Elliot is now the Dark King's right-hand man. And yeah. soon he's going to be, you know, he's going to be his left-hand man, too. As in, he's Both gonna, hands. Yeah, both hands. Double-fisted, baby. They need to have sex. Be Well, no, I wanted them to have sex. But they might not. Because, of course, at the end of this episode, um, we see... And we... Pr- we pr- I think, did we ca- exactly call what, what the twist was going to be? Um, we were close. I feel like we were like, he's the cause of these takers. Yeah. Like the bad guy yeah. takers we said. that he's been killing, he's actually taking all the gold and using the gold to cast some spell and actually make these taker monsters. Yeah. So he's the cause of it to make him look yeah. like a great big savior. That's right. It's, it's like, kind of like how Bush did 9-11. You know what I mean? <laughs> Exactly. I was going to go the music man, but let's go with that. What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but then back in the regular world, um, a, some new characters show up, and uh, and I wonder if if the new there's a new uh, botany teacher. And I wonder if he's going to stick. They keep introducing new black characters because they're like, hey, we should have more black people in this show. More diversity. I love that. But then like the one like uh, autistic numbers girl. Mm -hmm. But then she showed up and then left. And I'm like, where is she? She seemed really cool. 
bring her back. And now there's the new cute black botany teacher who maybe is going to be a love interest for Alice. Maybe. They seem to be getting along very nicely. But it looks like since the moon was moved, every, like the way you have to now change your hand movements of how the circumstances magic. are different. Yeah. And the circumstances keep changing because the moon is basically pissed and the moon's like kind of in a bad mood. So it's they have like, to now fig- over here and now I'm over here. Yeah. So the moon has they have to figure out a way to get the moon to like, you know, stop being so extra. <laughs> 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 like the moon like calm down moon like you're being so extra good night moon like the moon can't even right now like that's what's going on oh my god the moon just needs to sip a pumpkin spice latte <laughs> but speaking of pumpkin spice which has cinnamon that will lead us to uh, uh dean fog is stuck in in like this eternal heaven world but they need dean fog to unlock all these wards so they press this button which will call him back. And Dean Fogg shows up and immediately I'm like, that's not Dean Fogg. No, it was so not acting like Dean Fogg. And I was mad that no one else noticed that automatically, but then Dean Fogg and Todd show up and then he calls Todd Elliot. And finally Julia's like, okay, that's something funky is going on. And it turns out that they're just a different timeline of one of the timeline loops. Uh, and this Dean Fogg went crazy and blew up uh, break bills and now wants to take that break bills back to his timeline. Crazy. Yeah. And of course, they stop him by switching out one of the spell ingredients with cinnamon. Cinnamon. <sighs> what ends like, up happening like to him? Wait, what happens to him? Does he... Um. Does he blow up? No. Or do they does just capture him? I can't remember what happened to him. I do know Todd, the the other timeline, Todd explodes on them. Dies. But then real Todd walks up. He's like, what just happened? Did I just die? But Penny is now the dean of the school. We forgot to Mm -hmm. mention that. And Julia breaks up with him. I know. She she was a bitch about it, too. She's like, well, she's like, well, then I can't do this anymore. Like, we need to not do this. Like, sorry. And he's basically like, I just want to love you. And I just want us to, like, have time together. And she's like, I'm too busy saving the world. Like, I can't deal with this. Then we should just break up. Bye. And he's like, wait, what? And then she's like, okay, so back to saving the world. And he's like, I don't want to fucking be around you right now. I love that he's kind of like the emotional bitch. The emotional. And she's like the cold heartless. Like, she's kind of like the man. And he's like being like the woman. And I love that. Oh, the show so is good. so good. Um, speaking of when you said uh, the autistic, when you talking about the autistic African American female character, yes. Um, did you, are you watching The Outsider on HBO? No, no, I heard that's really good. It is good. I'm watching it. I didn't know much about it going in. I knew it was Stephen King. It's that's stars, with Jason Bateman, right? Yeah, but he um, he's not the star. I'll put it that way. Okay. I guess okay. that means he dies. See what I'm saying? Thanks, um, spoilers. The star... I'm sorry, if you've ever listened to the show before, it's very spoiler heavy. The star is Ben Mendelsohn, who was Talos, the uh, the king of the, the head scroll in uh, Captain Marvel. Right. And MCU. Yeah, he's great. But even better, he hires... Or a, or a, a buddy of his hires um, a private investigator who is the best person at following people and retracing steps um, because she is uh, somewhere on this. She's got a condition. No one knows how to explain it. But it's played by, yeah, she's played by um, Cynthia Erivo, who I fell in love with at the Oscars. Oh. Yeah, I was very happy. I was like, oh, right when I was curious to see more from her. Is there anything supernatural about this or is it just straight up like detective? Oh, no, it's very supernatural. The whole premise. Oh, okay, cool. All right, I can't The whole premise is that Jason, they, they, they have proof evidence that Jason Bateman murdered this boy in town. And they, you, you, we have every reason to believe that yes, Jason Bateman murdered this kid. He's found like with blood all over his face, blah, blah, blah. While Jason Bateman is murdering the kid, Jason Bateman is at a work conference in like Washington State. Oh, is it like a prestigious so they're like, twin brother? <laughs> twin brother? <laughs> um, I think it's monsters. I think it's like pod people monsters. Oh, okay. I can't wait. Is that based off a book, a comic? Uh, it's a Stephen King book. Stephen King book. Okay. So that means it's going to have a bad ending. All right. Got it. 
got it. Thank you. Okay. Um, um, isn't so Jason Bateman directing it? He directed. I, I don't know if he's directing all of it. He certainly directed the first two episodes. How is this? Maybe all of it. Good. You know what? Good because there are so many scenes that are shot. Um, in a way that leave you uh, feeling out of the scene. Like you feel like you are, say it with me, an outsider in the scene. <laughs> like it'll, like the scene will happen in another room and the dialogue is very hushed. It's like as if you're watching it two rooms away or characters will have their back to the camera kind of leaving right. you out. So I, those, those are choices that I actually really enjoyed. Choices. Love that. And there's another thing that I think we should talk about. Yeah, you and I caught wind of a movie um, that we both watched about that Magic came out, Powers. I want to say late, yeah, but late 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a theater near me. I knew that. I, I almost went to see it. I did not, but it's on Hulu right now. And it's called Fast Color. And it stars uh, one of the stars of San Junipero from Black Mirror. Thank you. So we already know, like, we love her. What's her name? Um, uh, I forget her name. Uh, here, hold on. I have it all up here right While now. you're looking it up, it also stars the woman. Um, oh, God. I forget. She was V, the villain in like season three of Orange is the New, Orange is the New Black. Lorraine Toussaint. And then her is name the is the older woman. Gugu? Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I feel like I don't even want to try and say her name because I will be blasted for being awful. Goo goo! the Raw. Anyway. Well, she's great. And then the girl, the little girl, because it's about, it's it's generational. It's about like a, a grandmother, a mother, and a daughter. <clears throat> um, the girl is none other than Flora from American Horror Story, Roanoke. Thank you so much. <laughs> my favorite season. Oh my God. How is that your favorite? Okay, we can't. We can't go back to Brett. <laughs> we can't go back to it. Anyway, um, I didn't realize that was her. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I'm glad I didn't realize it because then I would have hated the movie. You would have hated her. Um, but this movie, it's very subtle, and I love that. It's not yeah. a big action movie, but it's dealing with people that are have like who have like. Someone has Omega level powers. It's basically a generational where this this generation of women for year, every generation they or this have, line of women, yeah, they have powers where they can control the molecules of objects. And for some reason, this girl Ruth, she loses the control, and instead goes into these seizures where she just starts controlling everything around her and it causes these massive earthquakes to the point where it's like tectonic, like plates are shifting. Yeah. She creates earthquakes. I mean, this, this movie is very much about mutants. Yeah. Very much. And it clearly, she's been on the run and she has been previously caught by the government and was experimented on or some, uh, dark crap was happening with her and she's on the run. And a lot of it is just her on the run and then going back home and trying to reconcile with her mother and her daughter who's living with the grandma. She left when she was a baby and how they have these powers as well. And it's like a family movie and it's also a chase movie. It's a mystery, but it's also a supernatural magic power movie. And I loved it. I loved it. It's so good. And the way the effects are so subtle, but so beautiful. Like the way. Beautiful. And just like the daughter, like at one point, the way their powers work, they can take an object. They can turn it to dust, basically, and then reform it back into the same object. But they can only reform it back in the original way. So if they break something, so if a bowl breaks, they can't put the bowl back together. They can't fix it. If something, if they, um, deconstruct something broken when they reconstruct it it's still going to be broken yes and what they say is when they use their powers they can see the aura and the colors around these objects and around everything and in this world it takes place what 2040 oh i didn't know yeah it takes place in the future where there's no almost no water left yes so water is is rationed and super expensive 
So like basically if you go to a hotel, they were like, all right, do you want, how much water do you want? And like mostly you're just paying for the water. Yeah, like and half a bottle is $25. Yeah, yeah. So um, I find all of that very fascinating. And so it hasn't rained in like 25 years. So all of so let me ask you this. drought. Yeah. My takeaway was that she was responsible for the drought. Um, I think that no? could be I that that could be possible. Up in the air? That could be yeah. the, that could be the only thing is is that it's happening everywhere though. So yeah, I Yeah, but I think she's that powerful. Okay. I think she had the trauma of um what they show in the flashback and water was the thing that was triggering her. Yeah. So I think that's why there was no rain. I think she just couldn't be around water. Now, do we want people to see this or are we just going to spoil the ending? We usually spoil You know, I, I think we – let's give a proper spoiler warning and say that we're going to talk about the end yes. of Fast Color. But so if I'm you're interested say, in seeing it, and you should be, I feel you skip. should watch – if you like X-Men and Mutants, this is a very – you're going to love this movie. It's It deals a very subtle way with magic powers that I thought was great. But there's a part where she's trying to learn how to use her powers again and reconnect with the colors. And while she's doing it, she's trying to, like, reconnect. And in the background, she's, like, on the roof. You see a cloud slowly forming. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, she's going to make it rain. She's going to make it rain. And lo and behold, she gets back control of her powers by giving into them. I think she kept trying so hard to suppress them and to stop them when she finally gave into them and embraced them. She was able to see the colors again and then she had full control. And when she had full control, she basically just changed the cloud systems and made it just start raining. Yeah. I think the whole thing about um, we can't fix things, you know, if they're broken, they stay broken. I think that was probably uh, to indicate that they're kind of limiting themselves yeah. And that these women are a lot more powerful than they think they are. Yeah. And at the end where she's able to control like the fucking global climate. Yeah. They're pretty powerful. Um, but what I didn't, <laughs> what I didn't like. So the government is chasing our main character. Uh, they happen upon the grandmother and the daughter. They take the daughter prisoner because they want to experiment on her like they did our main character. Uh and then at the end, the grandmother willingly gives herself over to the government in order to kind of let them test her and let them learn. So she willingly gives herself over. I'm like, bitch, they are going to torture you. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, come on, come along, government scientists. Let's go hang out and we can learn together. I'm like, honey, they're going to like cut you and like hook you up to stuff. Don't yeah. go. But I think she's like, if they do this, they're going to stop chasing. Oh, that they're they're. Yeah. yeah, and she's also like, if you fuck with me, I'll dismantle your molecules. So let's yeah. go. <clears throat> Such a good movie. Yeah, real good movie. Really went under the radar, but it's one that deserves attention. Um, and it's, like you said, it's slow-paced. It's a subtle movie. Um, it's a movie grounded in three women. But that's um, the thing is, I love the idea of, like, let's tell a family story about a broken family, but then add in what happens with that when that's going down and you have magic powers. And that's what I find interesting. Usually it's like, if you have magic powers and there needs to be a battle, there needs to be a villain, there needs to be a bad guy, there needs to be this, there needs to be a third arc where then you have the hero's journey. Like, you know what I mean? And that's all yeah. kind of still there. But in the end, it's really just a family drama. Thank you. It's just about family, y'all. God, I wish Thank I had you. powers. Why can't my parents, why didn't they give me powers? Because um, they're lazy. They're lazy I, Baltimoreans. When I still was religious and I prayed, I would pray for two things. One is a little sad to make me stop being gay. <laughs> oh. But the other thing was to give me magic powers. Oh, neither worked. So I know. God is dead. <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to Coming Book Queer. <laughs> um, wait, before we wrap up, I just want to give a shout out to a book that ended, um, Wonder Twins. Ew. Ew. A we DC read a DC book. book and we loved it and it's over. Uh, Wonder Twins. But it's not technically over because they set up a whole thing where I think they're going to keep showing up. 
Oh, yeah, but this book by Mark Russell is over. Yes, which is, I think it's one of the best DC books that has come out in a long time. In a long time. And, it's cert- uh, like So this is a book that nails humor in a way that uh, New, New Mutants, Mutants did failed. not. And consistently, this book has been funny. Yeah, and then there's a poor gay couple that were being tortured by an anti-gay computer virus. <laughs> They got all of the global gay marriages annulled. <laughs> they were so gay. And that computer was so homophobic. Um, no, seriously, this book was great. And like it it brought the elements from issue number one, number two, back full circle. Wonderful plot twist um, that really just, you know, really made, was joyful and fun and full circle storytelling. It just felt like good, complete storytelling. Yeah. he's Mark Russell's a very good writer. And now what it ends up with is now next to the Justice League is something called Asterix, which is Polymath, her dad, and the Wonder Twins doing like, uh, you know, uh, calculating what are the biggest risks and dangers coming to the world that they need to keep track of. Yeah, I I would say I hope that this is canon but DC Comics seems to be in such a state of disarray. Don't I don't even think canon exists. Fire Jim Lee. Get rid of Jim Lee. He doesn't know what he's doing. Is he still doing well, you know, it? Is he still doing What's going on? He him? just took over. They just got rid of Dan uh, DiDio. That's what Like I mean. the guy that was... Wait, but Jim Lee was still... I thought Jim Lee was also one of the main people. So they got him and now Yeah, but now Jim he's Lee? the main main. Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. No, he'll get bored and leave. Exactly. Hello, X-Men. <laughs> We've been here before, Mr. Lee. We've lived through it. Trust us. Trust and believe. He's going to fuck it up. And because now it's the point where DC is like, let's just start over again. You know, it's like, you can't keep doing that. You can't keep starting over. Let's just start over again. That's my impression of DC Comics. Let's just start over. Oh, um, I call oops. I call an oopsies. We're just going to start. Mulligan, 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 Mulligan. <laughs> call it, call it Mulligan comics. Can you imagine if we go to like, go to CBR.com. DC is officially called a Mulligan and all of the books will be starting over again. <laughs> and issue one. Every book, it's issue one. And then a new issue one. And then a new issue one. There we go. DC Mulligan. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, we give that uh, for in the O scale. Uh. F and O. Quarter of an ooh. And it was the last good thing DC Comics I know. What did. the fuck? I'm going to have to read another Superman? Tried reading a Wonder Woman? It was so boring. I don't like any of it. I need to read that Jimmy Olsen thing. That seemed like that was fun. But that's no, I hate... Remember, I, remember how oh, bored of right, that I got? got? bored of it again. Fuck. Everything is just garbage over there. How are you going to have Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman and just be like, we don't know? I don't know what to do with them. I don't know. Is the, what about the whole Joker? Isn't there like a new Joker comic? Is that any good? Yeah, but it's it's, it's but all it is is about a stand-up comedian who somehow appears on a national talk show. Uh, it's about it's about somebody's comedy career. Okay, never mind. And whether or not he's taking his medication. All right, I hate all of it. I hate you, DC, but I love you, Marvel, and I love Fast Color and the Magicians. Love it all. Well, you will love The Outsider if you watch it. I will. I do want to watch it. I need something that'll be a good like boyfriend watch. Like me and my boyfriend need like a new thing to watch together. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Well, thank you for listening. Hey, if you like what you listen to, please make sure that you subscribe. Give us a rating on wherever, whatever you listen to us. Can you be rated on Spotify? Yeah. I don't know. On I wherever you listen to us, rate us. If there isn't a rating, send a thing to IT being like, hey, I want to rate this. How do I do it? Follow us on send Twitter. Send a thing to IT. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. I don't know how any of those things work, but follow us. We need attention. We're like Tinkerbell. If you don't pay attention to us, we'll die. Yeah, we're like Tinkerbell in other ways too. <laughs> that uh we love hanging around children no uh, uh, i'm not gonna go there okay um <laughs> um anyway uh look listen to us 
Um, next week, we're going to have more of the same because we keep coming back. You think you can get us down, but you can't. We're going to keep on talking about the X-Men until we die or they stop doing the X-Men, which I probably will die. Anyway, I'm talking too much. Brett, take over. Let's close this out. Good night, everybody. And remember, if you read comics, that makes you queer. Good night, good night, good night. Bye. Bye.